It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It's Barton Han, Alan Han. Today we have Amani Toomer with us. Bart Scott, it's Sweet 16 time for his daughter, for Gigi. So it's an emotional day for Bart. It's also a very expensive one. So <laughs> Bart needs the day to scrape together all the pennies and get done what you know you have to get done for your daughter on a Sweet 16. So he is off, but Amani's with us, and it's always great to have him. What's up, Amani? How you doing, man? Bring on the lefty. That bring off, bring me off of the bench, and that's let it. me uh, let me shine a little bit. It's my time. It's our time to shine. I like so lefty. So so that's two lefties. So we're like the Knicks. We have all lefties in our lineup. That's what we're doing. We're just yeah. gonna go the opposite way. We're right in our brains though, and that's what matters. Absolutely. It's a, it is a football Friday, of course, and it's. I don't know, Amani. Would you call Wild Card Weekend, and maybe not for a player, but I'm talking about as a as a spectator. Mm-hmm. Is Wild Card Weekend the most fun weekend because it's wall to wall, single games, and like you're just you're busy. It's six games. Like it's just two on Saturday. Although we might not watch them on Saturday night. Three on <laughs> Sunday, and then we get a Monday night as well. Oh, and wow. there's always an upset. There's always some drama. Like to me, this might be the most fun weekend of the pro football season. Do you agree? Absolutely. This is like March madness uh, for, yes. for football. I mean, it's exactly the same way. And the thing about that, that, um, that makes football so good in the playoff format. So good is because they replicate what the final, what the, what March madness is. I don't care how good you were during the season. You mm-hmm. erase the records and you have to perform that day. I don't care if you've had all these yards. I don't care if you have all these wins. You are four quarters away from all the tears coming down. And now you have some teams that, oh, my goodness, could change their fortunes if they don't perform. And I'm speaking of those Philadelphia Eagles. I'm speaking of those Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my goodness. If they are not to come, if if those two teams, I'm just a little partial for the NFC East, but if those two teams (laughs) – don't come through. There's a lot of explaining to do. A yeah. lot of explaining to do. And think about it too, with a guy like Bill Belichick suddenly out oh, there. Oh my goodness! And he is a he's a he is a short window guy. Like mm-hmm. you're not you're not hiring Bill Belichick and handing him green bananas. Like no. you are you are hiring Bill Belichick because we got about two years to get something done here, mm-hmm. and we need you to come in and get us right. So that means ready-made situations, not rebuilds. Mm, so ready-made no. situations are teams that would be in the playoffs right now and would be ready to go. And then they fall short of expectations, and an owner says, I've had enough of this. I gotta get in some I gotta get somebody in here that has won, that knows how to win and can get us right right away. That's the t- to me. That's what's also, hey, all of a sudden, Bill Belichick has become the sword of Damocles over wildcard weekend because of exactly what you just said. Yeah. 
Dallas with Mike McCarthy, who I feel like they've been trying to fire him since the day they hired him, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. then you have Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia, who la- everybody loved him because of his passion and his emotion, and they got to the Super Bowl last year. But this year, he loses both coordinators, and the wheels have fallen off this team where they have stumbled all the way to the finish line and now on Monday night have a game in Tampa against the Baker Mayfields. And you got to see what you're going to get from them on that night. So there's definitely things to watch here. And who knows about Buffalo? You know, I mean, I can't imagine them losing. Right, like Sean McDermott, right? Like I can't imagine them losing to the Steelers. I did at home with 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 no TJ Watt, with Mason Rudolph as your quarterback. Like I can't imagine it, but it doesn't mean it can't happen because again, that's the allure of Wild Card Weekend. Absolutely, and you know I put a Mike Tomlin team against anybody on a one day basis. Fair. One day, I think Mike Tomlin can come out and put something. I got Mike Sullivan, my old wide receiver coach, is their offensive coordinator. Love him. Hope he does well. They've really turned around their season since Mike Sullivan has been the offensive coordinator. More creativity, more deep balls, more uh, just a better functioning offense. And you, you said it. There are some teams here that need to go to the next level. You said the Bills, another one. They need to go to the next level, or maybe it's not the talent. Maybe it's the team. Right. The Dallas Cowboys, they have been knocking on the door for, I mean, at least the last five years. At least the last five years. During the Dak era. Right. And, and they've had the talent every year to go all the way. Now you have the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that just came up short in the Super Bowl last year that hasn't lost much talent but lost coaching talent, both offense coordinator and defense coordinator, and has exposed Nick Sirianni as maybe he's not the ge- the boy genius. Maybe he is in a little bit over his skis. And you know who would swoop up and pick it up and, and get that Eagles team over the finish line, to, the, to and over and through the finish line? So one built William Belichick mm-hmm. and that changed the entire. Uh, and also you have, you know, uh, the head coach of the Tennessee Titans is another guy that has a lot of pelts on the wall. That's take that's that's um, Mike Vrabel. Mike yeah. Vrabel that has absolutely gotten the most talent out of that Tennessee Titan football team. And um, one of the best compliments that I heard about Bill Belichick was um was was by former ESPN talent, former Patriot um, Teddy Bruschi. Mm-hmm. He says he said what Bill Belichick does is he takes a, a wet towel of the play of player as a wet towel and wrings every little bit of talent out of that person. I thought that was such a great compliment that I had to bring it up again today. Yeah. He that is what you want out of a coach. And one thing about Bill Belichick that I, that I really, really admire is he doesn't have a scheme. He runs a 3-4. He runs a 4-3. He runs two tight ends, 21 personnel. He runs pro set personnel. He runs the, the shotgun. He, can, he runs what his team needs to win. He's like a chef. Mm-hmm. He, you can't be a, a great chef and be a good sushi chef, but you're you're in uh, Oklahoma where you don't have any any seafood available. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to have you have to be by the shore where you can get the fresh seafood, and you have to make do with what you got. You can't say you know you can't be in uh, the middle of 
you, you can't be in Idaho and try to make an Italian restaurant. There's not a lot of Italian people there that can create the good stuff. You have to look at what you have, look at what's on the menu, and make the best out of what you have. And that's what makes a great chef. That's what makes a great coach. And, man, Bill Belichick, all these coaches that are available, some of them aren't going to be out of coaching for a long period of time. And, man, it is, it is an exciting day in the NFL because you, one thing that's constant in the NFL is change. Yeah. And you thought, oh, this might be a boring offseason. There's, there's only you know five or six coaching jobs. And then, boom, Belichick leaves. Boom. Then you got uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll leaving mm-hmm. in Seattle. It's, this league, it just keeps on giving you entertainment. And it, it, we were just, I was listening to uh, Mike and Mike in the morning, and he was talking about, and I totally agree with, not Mike and Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Greenberg, Greenberg in the, yeah. in the morning yeah. today. He was talking about how Michigan won the championship, and it seems like it was a month ago <laughs> because so much has happened in the sports world in the last five days that we haven't really officially been able to celebrate the greatest college football program out there right now in terms of wins, and that is my Michigan Wolverines. It took you go blue. It took you nine. No, 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 no. I want to play the victors. Play the victors. Oh, we can find that. We can definitely (laughs) find find that. Everybody to know the it best took, fight song in all college football. It took nine minutes for you <laughs> to, to talk about your Michigan Wolverines. I, I, I was wondering, like, how how long do we go before I hear about? There we go. go. Victor's valiant. Hail to the concrete heroes. Hail, hail to Michigan, the leaders and best. Hail to the victors, valiant. Hail to the conquering heroes. Hail, hail to Michigan, the champions of the West. Here we go. You know, I, I went to I went to LIU. We 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 didn't have a fight song. We just okay. fought. <laughs> we got into fights. We really didn't have a fight song. I mean. That's just how it goes. Now let me let me. How, what was that? Because like, that experience has to be something. The fact you know every word, mm-hmm. which I guess you're supposed to, but still, oh. as a like the the fans in the building sing that, like the big house, they're they're singing it. You're on the field, yeah. You're not singing it. You hear it, mm-hmm. but that's got to be one of the most. I mean, you won a Super Bowl, so I mean, I can't imagine it's the greatest thing you've ever experienced as an athlete because winning mm-hmm. a Super Bowl is, but still that feeling on Saturdays in the big house must have been I mean can you even describe it it was it was very strange like I'm nine, I'm 17 years old you know just come out of high school next thing you know I'm in the and you're from California so yeah. right so so you you're going to Michigan it's cold it's yeah. you know the midwest now you're no longer on the west coast so that's yeah. new but still there's a, you know 100,000 people around you yeah and that must have just been incredible it was it was so incredible the first couple times. I remember, you know, you go up and you jump and you hit the M go the yep. M club support you. I remember I was so excited. I jumped so high that I caught my face mask in it and I almost <laughs> broke my back. <laughs> Good thing there wasn't social media then cuz you know oh, somebody would have caught that. Oh man. That, that would have lived in infamy. Yeah, it was it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty special. Then you learn jump past yes. the flag right so you can hit your hand your hand can fly back and but yeah it was it was one of the toughest times of my life because 
like you said, I'm coming Toughest. from California. Oh yeah, coming from California, mm-hmm. you're basically playing pro sports, right? It's basically pro oh, yeah. sports. Right. Not only on top of that, you're competing in the classroom with every with every valedictorian in the country, basically. And a lot of these classes are on the bell curve, so there's no number that will give you an A or an F. You have to compete, and you know a forty could be an A, and uh, or a a hundred a hundred could be an A. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a certain amount of A's you're going to give out, but then there's a certain amount of F's. So it's really competitive in some of the classes in terms of what you have to do in the classroom. And then the whole social thing, you're trying to like find a date. You're a young dude with raging hormones trying to find some dates. Like it's just, it was Now wait a minute. You are a freshman on the Michigan football team. Yeah. I can't imagine... It was that hard. I mean, all yeah, you had to I'm, do was I, say, no, I'm on the football team. No, it's not. No, come on. It's, I go by the old Tupac saying, I don't want it if it's that easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Is that from, that's, that's a digital underground song, right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, you really, and you have to be selective. Like, you can't just be letting everybody around. You know what I'm saying? Because... If you if you're in Michigan and you're a football player, you are the center of uh, it's the center of everything. I mean, I remember signing autographs and dads would come up to me and be like, "Hey, my daughter goes to Michigan. Here she is. Why don't you date her?" And I'm like, "Hey, Damn. man, that is not what this is about. <laughs> this I'm just this is just a spring game." I remember getting getting on the field and I'm signing autographs after the spring game, and I get mobbed. Right. The whole stands, there's like 70,000 people that go to the spring game. That just shows you how many people oh, yeah. live and die by the University of Michigan football. That's crazy. And I'm signing autographs from like grown men. Mm. I don't even know how to fill out a checkbook. And yet, there's I'm like, what's going on awkward. here? Right. I'm 17, I'm like 18, yeah. 17, 18 years old. I have no idea what's going on in life. And these have champions of business that are asking me for my autograph. I was right. like, this is crazy. There's something P- wrong people with that, People that are like your parents' age exactly. are like swarming you like fa- And you're just going, this is a little weird for me. This is like, super strange. I, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to be respectful towards you. And yet now I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, okay, here's my autograph. Like, yeah, it, it, it's definitely, I guess that's the experience, right? Yeah. It's once you, once you go through that transition. And then I'm sure you know, it, it starts to become just old hat, right? It's just, all right, yeah. this is how it goes. This is commonplace. Yeah. But I, I find it very hard to believe. Because I've, I've, you know, we we have worked together. I've, I've met you in person. I've seen you. You are not only articulate. You are also a handsome man. I can't imagine it was very <laughs> difficult to find a date in Michigan or anywhere else for you. So don't yeah. even try to play that whole. I was afraid of trying to meet with. Come on, man! Like there's nobody listening right now that believes that you went through a struggle in that area. I, I'm telling you, man. I was a quiet kid, man. People thought I was weird. You know, I was very, very quiet in college. People definitely thought I was a strange person, and uh, but going coming from Berkeley, like Berkeley is a little different from the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, so it was a little different. Like the culture shock was it put me into a little shell for a long time. It was strange. Okay, it I was strange. Yeah, you know? I can see that. But football, so, football clearly helps that, right? So, all right, it took you nine minutes to get to Michigan, but I, I do want to talk to you about, <laughs> and then we spent another ten on it. But I, I do want to talk to you about Harbaugh because it is possible yes. that along with Belichick, he could be another one that's hanging over some of these franchises. Yes, but yes. Rex Ryan was on with us yesterday. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear though what he said about the Belichick aspect of. Not just the seven openings, because now there's seven, because uh, Gerard Mayo, if nobody has heard this yet, the, the news today, Gerard Mayo will be the, the successor for Belichick in mm-hmm. 
New England. So they're not even going to interview anybody. There's no Mike Vrabel maybe coming home. None of that. It's They're going right in-house with a guy that they have been grooming, and that's Gerard Mayo. So he gets the job. So there's seven jobs open right now. And Rex was saying, I don't think Bill's up for any of these it's it's the playoffs we need to watch, just like you said, Imani, at the very beginning of the show. So listen to this. Trying to play it. Uh, Tom I think Belichick, I think there's a team out there that uh, isn't open yet. I think one of these playoff teams is going to end up being where he goes. That'll be a team that is obviously a pretty darn good football team, ready to win right now, but maybe ownership doesn't think they have the guy that can take them to the top. And I truly believe there's a there's a, a team out there that I really really think will go for him. I'm not going to mention it, but there's uh, let's just say I team. believe he will coach a team that is in the playoffs right now. So Ooh. so there's that right now. You heard Bart trying to jump in because he's like Donkey from Shrek, like he's yeah. just just b- bouncing when he's got like the next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he follows up with this. Hmm, would that team formerly would your father formerly have been a part of that team? <laughs> no. All right, so do you know what he's referencing there? Buddy Ryan was uh, the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles, yes. And you yes. heard Rex right away go, no. no. So if what he's feeling, sensing, or whatever else it could be, maybe he knows something, mm-hmm. it's not the Eagles. So okay. if you're, you know, if you're thinking of what team would it be, what's the first team that comes to mind if it's not the Eagles? Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys, Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys. Oh, the only other team, which I don't think – I think it would be a step down for him because you can't go from the Patriots to the Bills. You just can't do it. Like, so well, Bill, Bills if, have Josh Allen. They have a, a, a defense when healthy is good. Yeah. Um, you know, they have, they have I mean, a lot of talent on that team, no question. Yeah. So as far as like step down, I mean, what, what the Patriots – because. The, the one thing you could say when you're doing the whole chef thing, I was going to tell you, is that, yes, he's a great chef, mm-hmm. but he's terrible at buying groceries, apparently, because true. The, the Patriot roster really has fallen to pieces, and he has not had a lot of talent there. Yeah. But the Bills, he'd walk into a ready-made situation as well, a team that yeah. has been you know competing the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm with you. The Cowboys just seem like – well, look, again, we talk about short window. Yeah, it's not necessarily because Dak. You're going to have to decide if you're going to pay him or not. You're going to eventually have to pay Parsons. You're going to have to pay C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, the, your offensive line isn't getting any younger. Mm-hmm. But it's also who else has a small window? Jerry Jones. He's been waiting to win a championship for years, and he's not getting any younger either. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, as you know, that my cousin Vinny, his biological clock is ticking, <laughs> like, ticking this. like this, right? Like, like you know. <laughs> For Jerry, it's like, I got to get this done sooner rather than later. So it feels like that would be the direction that he would want to go in rather going with a young coach or a a relative unknown. That might be the team that that Rex is is saying. He wouldn't tell us. He actually wouldn't tell us off the air either. Would it be the Buccaneers? Or he said nobody on Monday. No, he didn't say. Yeah, he didn't. He all he said was no when, when the, the which Eagles. eliminated the Eagles. When okay. when Bart said, "Did your father? You know, was it somebody yeah. the team your father used to coach?" And that's obviously the Eagles. Yeah. No. So it's, it, the only other team that I could think of, you know, if I'm squinting my eyes really, really tough, <laughs> it would be maybe the Buccaneers because I don't know if they're, you know, I don't know if they they love their head guy down there. Would that be yeah, Todd Bowles? Would yeah, that Todd be Bowles. weird that if he went where Tom Brady went? 
Ooh. Like Tom Brady went there, won a championship, right, to prove that he can win without Bill. Then Bill goes down to Tampa to win a championship without Tom to prove he can. <laughs> like, if you're yeah. Tampa, you're like, sure. You know, you could ahead and use us. But I'm, you're right. If you squint, Cleveland's yeah. not making a coaching change. He might win no. coach of the year. Yeah. Right? Houston's not making a coaching no. change. He might win coach of the year. Yeah. Miami's not making a coaching change. They love McDaniel. Yes. No, no way. Kansas yeah. City, no, no way. way. Right? Andy Reid's not going anywhere. That'd be a, Pittsburgh, a step. The fans might be trying to fire Mike Tomlin, but I can't imagine the Steelers fire Mike Tomlin. And yeah. if you're a Bill, what's there? You don't have a quarterback, right? You're banged up offense. Like, I don't think he'd want that. Buffalo is the one that if you squint enough, maybe yeah. you can find reason. Mm-hmm. Green Bay? There's nothing Green there Bay, for him. Green Bay, there might be. Well, think? I think Love is, is making some strides forward. Um, and I think there's something to work with with Love in Green Bay. Um, and they have a they they have a pretty talented roster as well. You know they had some injuries and, and whatnot uh, earlier on. I mean this he year. loves history, and yeah. that would be certainly part of history. And wouldn't it yeah. be something for him? And he's already tied Curly Lambeau with uh, six championships. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if he passes Don Shula, you know, in two with years, fifteen wins. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Again, that's that's all speculation. But to me, it's like the, the Rams aren't getting rid of McVeigh. No, the you Lions know, Dan Campbell is Campbell, yeah. No. Dan Campbell's locked in there. And so it does Eagles leave. Or no, and the Buccaneers it, are uh, possible. It's like, eh, right? I, I, the, the Cowboys feel like Oof. the ideal situation. Yeah. It does. And he already hired Parcells from the New England Patriots. That, that, you know what? You're right. And Parcells went there for the same reasons all mm-hmm. those years ago. But that, they weren't as a team ready. No. This team feels like you again. I know I'm out of your giant, so for, it's hard for you to give the Cowboys any type of love or credit. I know you're gonna you're gonna qu- you're gonna cringe right now, but mm-hmm. do your best when you look at them as a roster and what they are and where they've been the last couple of seasons. Don't they feel like a team that's like they just they're right there, but they just can't get over the hump. Something always gets in their way, whether it's themselves or the 49ers. Uh, absolutely. Um... I totally think that they're one of the most talented teams in the entire NFL. Um, I think Dak is I, – I, I don't think he is the problem with the Cowboys. I think there's – you know, schematically sometimes they, they have some really uh, peculiar plays mm-hmm. in terms of the way that they exploit their talent against other teams. So I, I, I think that they are a team that is a innovative – coach that can galvanize a roster away like I when I look at you know the uh, Mike McCarthy I don't look at a guy who is they're going to win because of his schemes like Hmm. I I don't think he's the guy that they're going to win because of something that he came up he saw something that you know uh, that they exploited that is going to put them over the edge I every game that Bill Belichick wins most of them are because he is making another, forcing another team to adjust to something that they don't want to adjust to. There you I go. Played against or take Bill away what, yeah, exactly. their strength. Right. I played against Belichick's teams. Yeah. And you know the old saying is most teams uh, in the NFL lose, uh, uh, lose games as opposed to win. That is Bill Belichick right there. He, their teams usually are mistake-free. They are, if you have a one penalty or... <laughs> something that gives them an extended drive mm-hmm. or something that you do by giving them points. They're not going to give it back. They're tough teams to beat. You've got to play very close to the best football. And if you can have the Cowboys playing close to the best football, they have been very erratic in terms of 
Um, just the way that they – Yeah, the self-inflicted wounds. That's exactly. been the, like, like I said, there's two things that get in their way, themselves or the 49ers. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. really been their history the last couple of years. Exactly. So when you look at the Cowboys, man, and I'll tell you what, I bet you all the Cowboys fans would not lose any sleep and they would be even more unruly if they got a Bill Belichick. And I mm. think you got to understand – Jerry Jones has done everything he possibly can to stack the deck and so that that team wins. Right. They have drafted so many first-rounders. Their offensive line is stellar every year, year in, year out. Uh, their wide-receiving core, I mean, they're one of the best in the league with CeeDee Lamb and, and Brandon Cooks. Um, the running backs are tight. They, they, a, a, they have a great way of their, – their talent evaluation is very, very good. That's one thing you have to give the Cowboys. And, man – you put a now you have a commensurate coach that can exploit and like I said earlier, like Teddy Bruschi said earlier, uh, yesterday, ring all the talent out of that Cowboys team. Mm-hmm. I'm telling the whole NFC East should be shaking in their boots, hoping that the Cowboys <laughs> go as far as they possibly can, because that's the only way Mike McCarthy keeps his job. Yeah, how far do they have to go? Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. The prospects of Bill Belichick in Dallas feel like a real thing there's no question about that but there's another coach that could be hanging over the NFL as well Mm. with a big name and a championship in his back pocket that I know Amani can't wait to just keep talking about you know the (laughs) name it's Harbaugh and what does that all mean well Amani certainly knows him well and knows that program and everything else so where would he be the best fit and what team should be watching for that also your calls on wildcard weekend the games you're watching the game you think could be upset alert and everything, because this is the most fun weekend there is when it comes to playoff football. 800-919-3776, just getting started. It's Barton Hahn with Imani Toomer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. The Knicks' winning streak came to an end last night, but things still looking pretty good overall. Yesterday on the K-Show, Kendrick Perkins was a guest and said he thinks the Knicks are a title contender. Right now, I have the Knicks the second-best team in the Eastern Conference because if you ask me who I'm picking out of Tom Thibodeau and Adrian Griffin, damn it, I'm picking Tom Thibodeau. The Knicks have an identity on both ends of the floor, and when the playoffs start, they got a different type of physical mentality. And and Lord knows, don't let Mitchell Robinson come back. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up 3 o'clock, it is the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 90 FM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I don't want it if it's that easy is what Amani <laughs> Tuber quoted. It's that easy. And that's, that's in this song. This is probably about the wheel, right? This is about, about when you were in college, wasn't it? Absolutely. No, yeah, yeah. it was my first couple years in college. Absolutely. This song, right? This, 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 is, this, this goes back to the Bay, though. This is when I grew up, was growing up in the Bay Area. Digital Underground, MC Hammer. Um, who else was there? Souls of Mischief. All oh, I remember them. Dudes. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, this is how we chill to not, from that right till yes, ninety three, yes. right? Like Remember Dell and the Funky Homo Sapiens? Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Yes, yes. See again, I don't, I don't, I don't look what I am, man. <laughs> <laughs> like Bart will tell you, like I make, like I catch people by surprise sometimes. They're like, yeah. wait a minute, wait, you don't look like what you're supposed to look. I, mean, I know. <laughs> I grew up, in, I grew up in a different time around different people. It's yeah, Football absolutely. Friday on ninety eight seventy ESPN. Brought to you by Bet three sixty five. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. We have calls to get to at 800 3776 It's a football Friday, so we're getting you ready for Wild Card Weekend. It's Barton Hahn. We have Amani Toomer with us today. So let's grab a couple of calls here, shall we? Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. How you doing, Michael? Hey, how you, how you gentlemen doing? This really excited for these weekend matchups. But um, I do have an upset alert um, really? that I wanted to hear you, your guys' thoughts on. Yeah, go. Gotcha, gotcha. Who you got? Shoot, shoot, uh, shoot, shoot us that one. Okay, so this is the Steeler-Bills uh, matchup. Now, these are my two reasons, and then I want to hear what you guys got to say. Okay. One, one main reason, I'm going with weather, okay? I think the Steelers can go up there. It's going to be 70% chance of snow. It's going to be a nasty game. So that's one. Two, I think um, – I think uh, Josh Allen, you know, he, he gets erratic sometimes, and I think I think that's where the Steelers are going to are, are going to like you know kind of capitalize on. And without the Bills having Gabe Davis and I think Tyler Rapp, I think that's going to be a big difference. So I kind of want to hear you guys' opinion on that upset. Well, I mean, in one hand, you're telling me the weather's going to be an effect. The other hand, it's like you know Gabe Davis. Like you're talking about 65 mile an hour winds, Jeez. wind gusts in this oh, game. Yep. That's Cancel what the weather that. the report up there is going to be. It's going to be a complete whiteout. Like you remember the game. Was a couple of years ago, like it, like they shouldn't have played it, but the whole stadium was just filled in with snow, almost like, yes. like as if the the stadium itself was filled. Like I can't imagine this is going to be a game, obviously one on the ground, but with no T.J. Watt, how big of an impact is that going to be? Because we know Josh Allen can run, we know mm-hmm. he can use his legs and and be a difference maker. That's the part I'm curious about. But yes, Amani, what's the worst weather you played in? Because weather does affect. Games like this, yeah. when you can't, you don't have to worry about Mason Rudolph throwing, but you got to be able to run, you got to be able to win the game in the trenches, you got to be able to overcome a lot of things, which includes the wind, which also affects kicking. So, how big do we make too much of the weather as fans, or is that a real thing? 
Uh, I think the weather is a is a factor a little bit. I mean, I played in the NFC Championship game when it was eight below zero. Oh, I'll never and forget the that only, game. The only way, only reason why that game was played so cleanly was because there was it was absolutely still no wind. The worst thing to play in is wind because you cannot throw the ball, and that's what makes this whole Buffalo Bills the way that they approach football. Mm-hmm. It just bafflings to me because they are. They're in one of the worst air, uh, weather areas. They have a outdoor stadium, and they're built to pass the football. It, mm. it, I, I just don't understand it. I really do not understand that because you get a windy day like this in the playoffs. This is ripe for the Steelers, not because they're not a better team. I mean, for the, yeah, because not because the Steelers are a better team, but the Bills are built wrong for Buffalo. They need to have a strong running game for games specifically like this. Josh Allen, he has a great arm. He could throw the ball through the wind. Not 30-mile-an-hour gusts. 30-mile-an-hour gusts, he's throwing the ball to his wide receiver. It's going you know, from one wide receiver to the tight end. I mean, it can blow the ball all over the place. And you get a couple of arid passes, and uh, it, it, a couple interceptions could – Change the face of the game. Now, we know the Steelers quarterback isn't very good. We know their running game is strong to really strong. So I'm, I am 100% with the caller on that one. This could be the upset of the, cent- of the season of this weekend because yeah. I just think the Buffalo Bills, their whole way that they're built is wrong, especially for a game like this. Vegas, by the way, has the Bills by 10 right now. Bills mm-hmm. laying 10. One stat that stands out, again, weather can be the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. But without T.J. Watt, mm. it, it, for, for the Steelers, it is, it is noticeable. I, I, since 2017, including the playoffs, the Steelers with T.J. Watt are, what is it, 69-36-2. and two. Yeah. Without him, 1-10. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's an absolute game wrecker that makes up for a lot of things. But, man, I'm looking at Najee Harris, and I'm thinking – that, that it's a it's a Najee Harris game. The, yeah, this this game is going to go how Najee Harris goes. How a lot of touches, right? A lot, lot of touches to him. Yeah. A lot of running. If if you think for Josh Allen, which could also lead to turnovers as well, because sometimes when he when he does too much with the ball, he could turn it over, and that's mm-hmm. you know turnovers have been the thing that has bit uh, the Bills. I am watching that game. I mean, I, I when we talk about upset alerts, I think that's one that's on the table. I don't know if it's the number one upset alert. But I do think it's on the table. But you're also looking at, as we mentioned again, the weather aspect in this thing. Because that, that to me, that, that, that changes everything. That shakes everything when all of a sudden you're realizing that you cannot throw the football. You can't kick. No. Right? You, you can't. Field goals, I mean, good luck. Yeah, field like, goals this are is a, a take-the-under kind of game. Yeah, field goals are not a gimme. Every field goal, you're going to be, you know, a pin edge of your seat. You know, Jalen Warren's going to have to have a big game, too. You know, he's, he's mm-hmm. a guy that's... Yeah, been productive this year with four touchdowns, averaging five point three yards a uh, an av- a rush. Mm-hmm. That is, man, their rushing attack is going to be coming downhill, man. That's and the Steelers. Uh, by the way, the Steelers have to run in this game, and not only because of the weather, but because the Bills suck at stopping the run. Yeah. I mean, they are they are in the bottom of the league when it comes to yards allowed per rush, yards before contact, yards after contact. Like they. They are a team you can run against, and you're going to have to uh, in this game. So that's certainly you know one to watch. But 
I wanted to ask you something again in regards to with your past, and that is Jim Harbaugh. Yes, as how he had won the championship at Michigan, mm-hmm. and that had that. I guess the job is done, right? Now yes. I know you've been critical of him and of the program and everything else, but the job that he was hired for finally gets accomplished in the mm-hmm. most you know controversial year where you know the torches and pitchforks were out for him and that mm-hmm. program. Is in your mind though, and you're a Michigan man. Mm-hmm. Has he done what to a point where you're like, all right, it's he can go, and he probably would. You think that he's done in Michigan because we all know how much he loves living there. He's got the compound, the whole family there. Like this is this was home for him. Yeah, but he has flirted with the NFL and returning to it several times. Hmm. Is this the time that you can see him leaving? Um, yeah, I could see him leaving. Um, and I would, you know, I've I've been critical of him, like you said in the past, but it's only because I just felt like he was getting credit for this is before these three years of big 10 wins by the yeah. way, big 10 winning the big 10 title by the way. But before that people were like, Oh, he's having such a great season, but Michigan people, we care about three games, right? <laughs> we care about when we play Notre Dame, right? Uh-huh. Got to beat Notre Dame. We got to beat Michigan state, right? And you got to beat Ohio state. If you beat when, if you win that trifecta, cause but, but Notre Dame, they just, conveniently bowed out because they realized they're not a top flight program that's going to be competing for anything any in the near future so they wanted to kind of be able to beat up on the lower schools instead of playing against the big boys that's why they got off of our uh, off of our schedule uh, i just got to throw that little dig at those golden thomers <laughs> i know what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that being said um you know you got to beat michigan state you got to be, and there's been years where he's beaten everybody but them, and people were like, "Oh, it's such a great." No, I'm not going to accept that. You know what happens to mediocre co- mediocre coaches in at Michigan is they get replaced, and so I wasn't saying replace Jim Harbaugh. I was just saying, look, I, I I'm not going to accept. I know you're doing a great job in getting our program from the depths of mediocrity to relevance, but that's that's not the Michigan way. Michigan mm-hmm. way is to be excellent. The leaders and best, and um, now that's exactly where we are. I really applaud um, what he's done, the talent that he's been able to uh, foster. That team seems very, very tight-knit, close, and they really genuinely seem like they have love for each other. And that's the, that's the, main, that's the main thing you want out of a, of a college coach. You want him to be able to galvanize young players who have differing uh, – aspirations you know some players want to play in the pro some players just want to play for Michigan and to get them all onto the same page and have them play the brand of football that they did you got to be happy about it but if he were to leave um, Michigan is bigger than Tom Brady Michigan's bigger than Jim Harbaugh Michigan's bigger than Braylon Edwards Michigan's bigger than Derek Alexander Michigan's bigger than Desmond Howard it's bigger than anybody Michigan program is you know they're one of the biggest in in terms of actually wins, mm-hmm. they've won the most games out of anybody in college football. So, you know, we may take a little bit of a hit in the next couple of years, but we'll be back again because that's what Michigan does. We come back, and we come back strong like we did over uh, the last three years. So I, I wish him the best. I'm very happy what he's done to the program and shows people what Michigan really is all about. And we've done it the Michigan way, which is better too. You know what I mean? Running the football, playing really – Tight. Getting back to that. Yeah. yeah. Really innovation, innovative football because listen to some of the ways that they get to basic plays. You know, the way they run the power, you can they dress it up in so many different ways. 
that you don't know what's happening until it's happening. And that's, that's the kind of innovations that Michigan's known for. And you saw the dominance, uh, it, again, in the semifinal against Alabama and the final, uh, obviously, against Washington. He's just mm-hmm. indomitable, especially at the line of scrimmage. So, Absolutely. All right, so then if he goes, it's, yes, you can go. And so do you see him also as somebody that, oh, there he's a perfect fit here? Like if there's a team, like we were talking about Belichick and like Dallas sounds like that would be really sexy. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a headline. That would be an all off season. What a story that would be. Mm-hmm. What would be for, for Harbaugh? What would be for you a ready-made situation for him to go to um, and take over? Then you would say, oh, that's a great fit. I think him with the San Diego, I think the best job out there right now. Chargers? Chargers. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they have the quarterback, right? They have the quarterback. They have a lot of talent on their team. But over the years, the Chargers have always been known as a team that has all this talent. I played mm-hmm. against them. They're one of the most – when they had LaDainian Tomlinson and yeah. all those guys. Mm-hmm. A crazy talented team. But never find, never actually goes, gets over the hump. And they need a coach like Harbaugh. need a coach like – I think Bill Belichick would be great with the Chargers. Um, so that's where I think he – you know. Now, that's what I think the most desirable job is. It, it would be desirable, right, if the owner was somebody that you knew would be willing to pay whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. But they are not like that with the Chargers. That is not something that they have. Because you'd you think that. They are mm-hmm. the fifth team in L.A. I know you're a California guy, but you're Northern California. You, yes, you know. Yes. Okay, can you name the most popular football team in, the, uh, in, in Southern California? Yeah, the Raiders. Yes. <laughs> it's, people By don't far. realize that. The Raiders are still... The most popular team there, USC might be ahead of them, but it's it's like USC Raiders, uh, probably UCLA, then the Rams, right? And then maybe the Chargers. No, I think USC goes ahead of UCLA. That's right. I thought I said USC okay, uh, Raiders, okay. right? Okay, I think yeah. I was power ranking if I would do USC because Keyshawn told me this. It, yeah. it, USC Raiders, then either UCLA or the Rams, depending on the year. But yeah. lately, the Rams have actually got people's attention. Mm. But the Chargers are like the fifth most popular, and there might be a high school team. Yeah. That is like more popular than them. Like the Chargers just moved to a place where everybody's like, we really don't want you here. Absolutely. But okay. But they happen to have like a, a quarterback that should be, you know, like this guy's unbelievable. You talk about an LA guy. He yeah. looks the part with the hair, the whole sunshine. Like yeah. he's got all that going on. They got two guys on defense that are killers. Mm-hmm. They've got a really good offense. They've got a couple of really good uh, offensive weapons. And, and yet. They hired a coach who's just a bonehead who made the mm. dumbest decisions possible. Oh, he but, he lost them many oh games. Oh my god! Right, the so they're in that year, place. Forget about it. But they don't. Like, the owner is willing to spend on players, but he will not spend on. And people think that he won't do that and try to outspend because the Raiders people think would be the ones. Mark Davis would go to Harbaugh right away mm. and just hand him the case to the kingdom and yeah, try for true. the for the fifth time to get the right head coach. You know, he will would... not outspend him, and that's why I don't know if the Chargers really get that kind of guy. Yeah, but Antonio Pierce, man, he's the guy I played with. I, I, I love him in that Raiders job. You think he should get that job? I think he the should. players do? I think he should because you remember last time when they brought in Josh McDaniels, they, mm-hmm. they had a coach, I can't remember his name. Oh, it was uh, Bissachia, Rich yeah, Bissachia, Bissachia, who, who took who over all, and finished the season. You're right. Took over the season. They got to the playoffs because yeah. of the Chargers not willing to – they wanted to try and knock the Raiders out of the playoffs and not uh, just kneel on the ball because if they because t- if the Raiders tied the, the Chargers, they both would go to the playoffs. Right. But, uh, you know, the, the boy genius decided, oh, I'm going to win this game and knock the Raiders out and ended up 
turning yep. the ball over and having the Raiders win the game and mm-hmm. knocking themselves out of the playoffs. A guy, self-inflicted wounds, that guy. But, you know, he, he's no longer the coach. Um, so when I look at this, that, that situation, I think, I think the Chargers have to do something different, though. They can't, if they're in L.A., they have to step up and try and take Fans away from the Raiders take fans away with from you. the Rams. They have you to do make it. that, and that's see. I was thinking of you go that route of Harbaugh because he's a brand name. You mm-hmm. go Belichick California. brand name. You go Rex Ryan because he's bombastic and would show up and and he would get all the headlines and media attention, which you need. You need to to, to develop yourself a fan base in that market, which mm-hmm. you really legit don't have. Mm-mm. Right, that's what you. But they they would you know the feeling is they won't do that. Like anywhere else, that makes sense. But there, I don't know if that's what they're going to do. So well, they again, moved to it, LA. Harbaugh's interesting, though. Harbaugh's really interesting. They moved to LA because they wanted a bigger market. The stadium. Because they weren't making. Well, no, they wanted enough. the stadium. They couldn't get yeah. the stadium in San Diego, so they moved into Share SoFi, yeah. which is a gorgeous stadium. But again, you're like you're the second you're like tenant. The but <laughs> you're like you? the Jets. How dare you? I mean, I mean, what? no, you're not. You're not wrong. I'm just being. But honest. at least the Jets have a fan base that can't. Taylor Swift has like had more people at, at her concerts at, at SoFi. Do the Jets really have fan base? Really? Yeah, we're gonna start. Do this? they? Are we gonna start this? <laughs> Is this what we're gonna do? All right, I tell you what. Uh, speaking of the Jets, though, the uh, the AP the AP All Pro Team yes. for 2023 was announced. How many Jets and Giants are on this team? We'll let you know. Next, we got calls to get to 800-919-3776 as well. Stay with us. It's Barton Hahn with Amani Toomer on 98.7 ESPN. Bring in the lefty. Yeah, man, Bart Scott here. You have to check out Samsung Auto Mall for yourself. I've been telling you guys for weeks now. I mean, it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. You get to choose from almost 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands, Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Samsung works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, don't worry. Samsung does it all. They can get you approved. Samsung works with over 20 banks so that you can have more financing options. Tell them Bart Scott sent you, and guess what? They're going to take an extra $1,000 off the vehicle. Samsung Auto Mall on Route 1 in Woodbridge. Visit SamsungAuto.com or call 1-800-SAMSUNG today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 super boxes with prizes that include a big screen TV, a Nintendo Switch, MetaQuest, and much more. So let's make it easy today because it's a Friday and we don't want you know, we just don't waste your time. How yeah. fast, how quick to the trigger can you be? Caller number one, dial it now. Ready? 888-987-ESPN. 888-987-ESPN. The first caller gets to select a box for the big game with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. You should be dialing. You should be di- If you're not dialing by now, you're late. Too mm. late. Too late. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Barton Hahn, Amani Toomer joining us today on a football Friday. Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering how many people like are dialing furiously and then you miss the number. You get like put the punch in the wrong way. Like, damn it. And you got to like start over and go back. Yeah. You got to be more careful. You got yeah. to be more careful. You got to be on point. On you should have it in your. That's what I, I was going to say. You should have it on speed dial anyway. Save it in your phone so that exactly. the next time you hear it, because you're going to hear it the rest of the day from uh, like the Michael K show. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Michael Hit K it, show. And you Great have a show. chance to win. Uh, the AP, which I guess is the official All Pro team for mm-hmm. the NFL, right? Yeah, I wouldn't know. The- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you got a ring. I got ring. snubbed you many got a times. Ring, and it's the only one that matters. You got a <laughs> ring. Um, since you're a wide receiver, mm-hmm. I want to ask you if you if you can guess, because they choose three mm-hmm. for the first team wide receivers, who would you say should be first team all pro wide receivers this season? Uh, it should probably be C.D. Lamb. That's one. Um, I would put in, oof. CD Lamb, and then I put in. There's a fast little guy that that. that oh, Tyreek Hill. Yes. Tyreke, yeah, Tyreek Hill, and then. Yeah. Ooh, oh, Justin did, Jefferson. Did, no, so he was Remember, out he for got, a long he got time. Hurt, yeah, yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, go uh, to Detroit. Oh, Amon Ra. Yeah, Amon Ra St. Brown. Brown. Like he had a hell of a year. So yeah, he did. that's that's good. Now, now, so their first team now again wide receivers. Second team this time they only gave us. Oh no! Oh, wow, four of them. We got asterisks on this one. Okay, so there's four on the second team with a couple of asterisks for some reason. So, who do you got? Give me some other um, wide receivers you think are deserving. Uh, let me see, Puka Nakua. Yes, he made good. it. A re- yes. Oh man, that is so great. I know. That is so a, great. What a great story. What a story. I thought the Rams thought they were supposed to tank this year. Yeah. And F them picks more like we need more picks, but mm-hmm. no, this pick turned into a, a, a talent. Puka Nakua. Okay, oh, there's one. Who else you got? Um, hmm. Is one of them a little like, really? But the first one, though, the the name with Nakua, I I think we forget at one point this season was an MVP candidate. Then then slipped like like his team slipped. Mm, Justin, not Jeff. Justin, no. No, no. He still, he he did get hurt, but late in the year. Very, very late in the year. In fact, the uh, last game of the year got hurt. Oh, the troubling loss. Man, you're you're stumping it. To your to your Giants. Oh, AJ Brown. Yes, AJ Brown. That's right. AJ Brown. So the other the other two with they have a little like an asterisk. It's Brandon Ayuk and Mike Evans. So second team All Pro for Mike Evans, which that guy all he does is produce. He does. He does. He gets thousand yard seasons in his sleep. Right. Um, Now, CD Lamb to me, out of everyone, if you were going to say who's the best. 
Would you say CD Lamb had the best? Like, is the best wide the best receiver season? in the game right now? Who had the best season? I would. You know, say. don't give me stats and totals because you know it's all no. about offense and stuff. I'm talking about perform. Okay, when you go for two hundred and what was it, two thirty? Yeah. Like you had a two hundred yard game. You had a one ninety three yard game and a two hundred and four yard game. Mm-hmm. How hard is a two hundred yard receiving game in the NFL? I mean, I, I don't. I don't think it's hard. I think. Uh... You got you get in the zone and you get the opportunities because one of the things that receivers always complain about is the getting the ball because you, you don't have control over if targets. you get the ball or not. You don't have control over targets. C.D. Lamb gets his targets, which is which puts him in the position to be as great as he is. Um, My man, so, you had twelve targets in that game. Yeah, that, that's not a lot of targets. Twelve targets and I had ten catches. <laughs> yeah, that was my whole career. I'd never got super many targets. No. I remember one time I had nine I, against the Jets. I had eight targets for 191 yards, and eight, and all eight of them were for, on third down. Wow! On yeah. all of them were on third down. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. That's incredible. I'm looking at this game right now because the joke we always, that Bart and I always had with you, was you put up numbers, and it's like who was throwing to you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you had some years now yeah. where it was like. Yeah. Who was throwing to you, man? What, what so Kerry I want to Collins, see. It was Kerry Collins. Oh, yeah, Kerry, but Kerry Kerry Collins yeah, was, was he was probably he was he, was he was legit. Like he's yeah. a guy who's super underrated, one of the best throwers of the football that you'll ever see. So he yeah. was twenty three for twenty nine in this game for three hundred sixty six yards. So you had you pretty much had like a, a two thirds of his yards in this game. But he that that's pretty efficient. Twenty three yeah. at twenty nine in this yeah. game, and and it was against the Colts. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, do you remember this game? It up forty-four to twenty-seven at Indianapolis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that um, game. You do? Okay. I remember. We had to win that. We had to win the last three games, the uh, four games to go to the playoffs, and we swept it all up, and we 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 won, and we went to the playoffs. But the one of the things that is so underrated is being able to go on the road where the crowd is ruckus. Where everybody is like celebrating their especially home RCA team. Dome, yeah. That oh, place was it loud. was. Oh, it's loud. Everybody's go Colts, go yeah. Colts, and then you start scoring touchdowns, <laughs> and you just start to see <laughs> the air getting sucked out. I I loved sucking the air out of all of these stadiums. It was, it's really what that's made better because you wouldn't oh. want to do that at home. Like at 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 at, at the time, it was I guess it was. Uh, uh, giant stadium yeah like like this was 2002 so yeah y- you you wouldn't have rather have done that with giants fans just losing their minds every time every like you're flying down the field another chunk yardage another yeah. chunk yardage i mean you know no i mean you you like that don't get me wrong it's you had all three it's all touchdowns great in this ex- game yeah it's all great experiences but there's nothing like because there's not a lot of like anybody can do well at home there's not a lot of players that can do it on the road. Man, and NBA I always prided myself on that. I Man. prided myself on being able to play my best when all the chips were down and you're on the road and they're like, you know, uh-huh. come yeah. save save this team. Uh-huh. That's when I was like, I'm up, NBA, I'm ready. NBA players have told me the same thing. Yeah. There's nothing better. Like the dagger shot at home is fun because oh, you get the cheer. But the dagger shot on the road when the only cheer you hear is your bench Oh, there's an adrenaline rush that that I've I've had NBA players tell me that there's just something about that. Yeah, it's just different. It's it's different. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll get some calls rolling here. You know, speaking of NBA, I, I guess we should mention the Knicks yes. did, did lose last night. Their winning streak came to an end 
in Dallas against the Mavericks. No Luka, but they still lost. We can discuss that certainly uh, as well. But, you know, it is a football Friday. There's wild card weekend. There's a lot going on certainly on that front. But you know what? We have Amani, and the Giants have gone yeah. through some stuff here with their coaching staff and everything else. Why don't yeah. we get his take on what the Giants suddenly look like without a defensive coordinator with some coaching changes and what he sees that needs to be ahead for Big Blue. So we'll get to that in the next hour as well. Stay with us. It's Barton Howard and Amani Toomer on 98.7 ESPN. Discover BetMGM, the sports betting app New Yorkers turn to to nonstop action as the official sports betting partner of Madison Square Garden and the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. BetMGM meets New Yorkers at the greatest arena with same-day parlays, exclusive signature bets, and more all season long. As an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL, BetMGM takes on the show, takes the show on the road for excitement every night. Plus, the official sports betting partner of the New York Jets. BetMGM makes every football game day the best it can be. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM and GameSense reminds you to gamble responsibly and offers resources to help make you help make appropriate choices. Go to betmgm.com for T's and C's. Must be 21 years or older to wager. New York and New Jersey only. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, help is available. In New Jersey, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 878-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So the Patriots and Bill Belichick parted ways yesterday, and Belichick looking for a new team. What team will it be? Yesterday in the K-Show, Michael said every team should be interested. I'm sorry. I like Robert Sala. I'm friendly with Robert Sala. And that includes the Jets, everybody. Because the one call I would make if I'm Woody Johnson, I would call up Bill Belichick right now and go, listen, it didn't happen the last time. You had a problem with me. I will give you $40 million a year to come here and run every everything. I will not at all bother you. I wouldn't even be around the team if you don't want me to. Just take this over. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.